Welcome to the Purposeful Parenting Podcast. I'm Harriet Rowe, wife and mother of four adult children, three girls and one boy, all graduates of the United States Military Academy at West Point. Grab a cup of tea or coffee, get cozy, and take in your weekly dose of Purposeful Parenting. Here we go. Welcome to another episode of Purposeful Parenting. Well, believe it or not, we're in the month of February. It's almost hard to believe that we're well into the year 2022. Well, February, as you know, is known as the month of love. It's a time for remembering love and emphasizing the importance of love in our lives. And Valentine's Day on the 14th is a perfect way to introduce our children to the concept of love, things such as empathy, kindness, and of course, unconditional love. I'm not sure if you're familiar with how Valentine's Day came about. You may or may not be. I I didn't know some of these stories. And there are indeed several stories about how it happened. And believe it or not, they're not sure which one is true. But it's always fun to look back at history to see how something started. So let me cover a little bit of that just for fun. So where does the word Valentine come from? Well, as we know, the day is named St. Valentine's Day, or Valentine's Day, and it's celebrated on the 14th. According to the New York Times, it's possible that this love-filled holiday is based on the combination of two men, believe it or not. These were both men who were named Valentine's, and Sadly enough, they were both executed on February the 14th, but they were different years. And Emperor Claudius II was the one who uh, executed them. And now it's believed that the Catholic Church established Valentine's Day in order to honor these men who they believed were martyrs. And What's more, it's possible that one of these men, St. Valentine of Terni, that's T-E-R-N-I, had been secretly officiating weddings for Roman soldiers, and the emperor didn't want him to do this. It was totally against the emperor's wishes. So since he was marrying these soldiers, Roman soldiers, against the emperor's wishes, a lot of people saw him as a real proponent of love. Now, another part of this story involves the practice of writing love letters. And a lot of that is done with today with Valentine's Day cards and writing special letters to those you love. Well, it's said that St. Valentine wrote the first Valentine greeting to a young girl that he was tutoring, and he had fallen in love with her. And while he was in prison for the crimes of for marrying the Roman soldiers, he would write her love letters. 
and he would sign them from your valentine. And we know that this is a common phrase that is used on a lot of Valentine cards today. Others believe that St. Valentine's Day was actually designated by Pope Galatius I in order to replace an ancient Roman festival. And they were doing this in celebration of fertility. Now, a University of Kansas English professor said that um, he had a totally different story. He researched this and he determined that the poet Jeffrey Chaucer linked love with St. Valentine for the first time in his 14th century works, The Parliament of Fowls and The Complaint of Mars. Therefore, he says that Ulrich claimed that Chaucer invented Valentine's Day as we know it today. Now, interestingly, at the time of Chaucer's writing, February the 14th also happened to be considered the first day of spring in Britain because it was the beginning of the bird's mating season, which is perfectly appropriate for a celebration of affection, right? So whether or not he can be given full credit for Valentine's Day, it certainly is true that he and his fellow writer Shakespeare popularized the the love associated surrounding this day. So soon people began pinning and exchanging love letters to celebrate Valentine's Day. And by the early 1910s, an American company that would one day become, you got it, Hallmark, began distributing its more official Valentine's Day cards. So as time went on, flowers, candy, jewelry, and a lot more became associated with Valentine's Day. Oh, that's a little tidbit about Valentine's Day that your kids may find interesting also. Well, let's take a look at how we as parents can use Valentine's Day as a way to teach children more about love. There are three concepts that I want to cover today. One is love means treating others as we want to be treated, or empathy. The other is love means random acts of kindness. And last, but certainly not least, love should always be unconditional, and especially with family. Helping our children to understand the concept of empathy is very important. Teaching children how to feel what someone else is going through is a very important concept. One way to help children do this and to understand this concept is to have them volunteer and spend time in charity organizations. For younger kids, even being at an animal shelter, helping animals, helping innocent, adorable animals for younger children is a way to pull at their heartstrings to get them to feeling what and sensing a need in something that someone else or something else may have. 
finding a local organization where your children can help put things together for other children. For instance, some churches and organizations will do backpacks for kids who are in need or have your kids go and help sort clothing to be given to um, or donated out. Building a bed, painting for someone else. There's so many things that can be done to help your children to see what someone else is going through. It's one thing to talk to them about what someone's life might be like, but it's another one for them to see and actually participate in helping someone who is less fortunate in one way or the other than they are. Romans 12:15 tells us to rejoice with them that do rejoice and weep with them that weep. What better way to have your children in situations to teach them how to be happy for someone who's happy and how to feel sad for someone who's sad, but to take it a step further and to do something about it. Empathy, a perfect time to teach your child about empathy. Love also means random acts of kindness. Connecting love with kindness not only helps your child to become more thoughtful of people, it also helps them to understand that they should always expect kindness from people and not look for the worst. And they should always give kindness to people, regardless of who that person may be. You can brainstorm ways to show random acts of kindness with your child. In fact, that can be half the fun. You can make a list and then you can go down that list and see how many of those things you can do. You might even set up a schedule, so to speak, and say at least twice a month, we are going to do some random act of kindness. And what you'll find is that your child will start to do this without even thinking that that's what they're doing. It will just become something that they do. And you might want to make sure you're doing random acts of kindness as a family and also coming up with those that your child can perform on their own. Giving someone a gift to lift their spirits or shoveling snow off of a neighbor's driveway, just things like that that they are showing kindness to someone else and they are doing it without expecting something in return. Acts 20.35 says, In all things I have shown you that by working hard in this way we must help the weak and remember the words of the Lord Jesus, how he himself said, It is more blessed to give than to receive. Now, the next one and the final one is no stranger to us. And that one is unconditional love. As we know, unconditional love is to say that a person loves someone unselfishly, that he or she cares about the happiness of the other person 
and will do anything to help that person without expecting anything in return. Unconditional love is void of control. It, when someone is seeking control of someone else, that is conditional love. And that is not what we want to show to our children. That is not what we want to teach our children. We want to teach them unconditional love, which is unselfish, and it does things for someone without expecting anything in return. I believe the best way to teach your child unconditional love is to show them when they do something wrong, demonstrating to them that you love them regardless. It's the behavior that you don't like. Having unconditional love does not mean that you do not discipline your child. It means that you discipline them but you let them know that what they did will never, ever stop you from loving them. And for me, I believe that as your child will hear you say that and see you doing that, it will teach them unconditional love. It will teach them that when they have a friend that they don't say, hey, if you do this for me, then I won't like you if you don't do this. So you need to demonstrate that. And once again, for me, your showing them unconditional love is the best way to teach them how to give unconditional love. And we know that the one person that always shows unconditional love towards us is our Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ. John fifteen twelve tells us, This is my commandment, that ye love one another as I have loved you. And when he says, as I have loved you, that means with unconditional love. There are so many things that you can teach your child about Valentine's Day. But the three that we talked about today, love means treating others as we want to be treated or empathy. Love means random acts of kindness. And last but not least, love should be unconditional. Yes, February is the month when love is celebrated. It is also a good time, an excellent time, in fact, to emphasize to your child the real meaning of love and showing them that love is more than a hallmark type of celebration. Teach them and demonstrate to them empathy, kindness, and unconditional love. Teach them this by parenting on purpose. Thank you for listening to this week's episode of Purposeful Parenting. For more tips on parenting, or if you would like to reach out, Please visit me on HarrietRowe.com and follow me on Facebook, Harriet Rowe. That's Harriet with two T's. I look forward to grabbing a cup of tea or coffee with you next week. Feel free to invite a friend. Until then, this is Harriet Rowe reminding you to parent on purpose. Parent on purpose.